Hey friends, got a quick question for you. And, and I'm fully aware, by the way, that this might sound cheesy as hell to even ask this, but I think it's important. It's been on my mind lately and it's been a part of a lot of conversations that I've been having with close friends of mine. And the question is this, where are your fortitude levels at lately? And by fortitude, I just mean uh, strength or courage in the face of pain or adversity. So in the face of of the, all the shit that happens in life, the, the way that maybe just the, maybe you have been focusing on trying to make something happen and you keep getting these doors shut in your face or just feels like you can't catch a freaking break. Like where are your fortitude levels in the middle of all of that? And the reason I'm thinking about that is because yesterday, uh, well today, okay, what is today? Today's May 31st, 2022. Sarah and I had just gotten back from Iowa where we spent the weekend with her family. Uh, and it, this weekend was the, uh, one year anniversary of her mom passing. So we got back in Minneapolis Sunday night and we're just freaking drained. And, uh, so, and we, so we treat the morning as like an excuse to not set our alarms. We just, uh, sleep in as late as we want. And then we just spent the whole first half of the day lounging and relaxing. And I was, uh, going back and forth between reading and watching some interviews online. Cause that's my, that's, that's my, my dark rabbit hole of obsession every, uh, every once in a while is watching interviews on YouTube of people. And I remember stumbling on, I remember, I, was, I, I remember it was yesterday, so long ago. And I remember <laughs> I was watching a YouTube interview that was talking about Steven Spielberg back in the day and how he had wanted to direct one of the James Bond films. And he was really trying to get his foot in the door to direct uh, one of them. But, they, but he kept getting turned down over and over again by the producers. So he goes to a friend of his, uh, George Lucas, and he's venting to his friend. He's like, man, I'm just trying to freaking make this happen, but I, I just keep getting nose thrown in my face. Uh, and his uh, friend, George, Joel Georgie, was like, hey, dude, listen, man, I, I totally get it. I uh, actually am working on writing a film that's just like the Bond movies, except it's better, and I want you to be a part of it. It's a story about an archaeologist named Indiana Jones, and obviously that turned into this mega, mega hit uh, and one of my favorite movies of all time. But man, I'm just thinking about it. I'm thinking about life right now. I'm thinking about fortitude and the frustration. Like right now, it's super freaking easy for me to hear that story and go, oh yeah, well, yeah, the great, you just hold out because the great things are right around the corner. And that's, oh, that's such a great story. But then if I'm like really, really putting myself in Steven Spielberg's shoes, I'm thinking about that moment where he has, like he's trying to get his foot in the door. Like he's having these meetings with high-end producers to make something happen. And he just freaking keep, like I'm thinking about the drive home from those meetings, right? Like it's easy for me to sit here right now and think about how it all turned out fine in his life. But man, driving home from one of those meetings, getting turned down, man, I can't, I can totally imagine the frustration about like, what the hell am I doing with my life right now? The questions that start popping in my mind, in my mind, uh, cause I've been there before in life where I'm just frustrated and you, uh, you not knowing what's going to come around the corner. And I'm thinking about the fact today that I have so many stories that I've collected over the years of people like this. I mean, in the realm of acting, um, I was recently listening to an interview by Patrick Stewart, who's best known uh, for his role as Jean-Luc 
didn't happen until he was 47 years old. And uh, he ended up playing that into his 60s. I love stories about people who find the find opportunity and find like roles or creative outlets or success later on in their life. But I have to stop myself because I've got this really, really freaking cheesy uh, self-help bone in my body that goes, oh man, there's all, there's hope. Just think about the positive side of all. It's all so positive. The good things are coming. <laughs> so I have to pull myself back. I think about someone that's been pursuing the craft of acting for that long. And I think about how many no's that they must have run into in their life. And so I'm thinking about this and I realize that this fortitude, this, uh, this, uh, thinking about thinking about people running into no's before their successes later in life. And I've been thinking about how it's not, it's not about this cheesy freaking self-help sentiment that says, oh, just have a positive mindset, man. Look on the bright side of everything. Good things are coming. Or yeah, like even the good things are coming for you thought really kind of hits like a gag reflex in the back of my uh, emotional throat because it takes me back to uh, my past days of hearing all these prosperity gospel preachers that preach things like essentially saying things, things like there's this God that's controlling the entire universe. And even though the Holocaust happens, he wants you to have every single thing you want in life. You just have to pray hard enough. You just have to have the right mindset. God, God wants you to be happy and successful and rich and white. <laughs> but I, it's not about all this stuff. For me lately, I've been reframing this because I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't want to throw up like my my gag reflex for self-help sentiments and prosperity gospel messages. I don't want that to deprive me of the helpful sentiment and the truth behind it. Yeah, maybe not even sentiment, maybe just the, the singular truth behind all of this. And the truth is this, it's that nobody's journey in life happens in a straight line. And when shit happens to you, when the door gets slammed in your face, when your fortitude meter is running on low, when it feels like you just can't catch a break, yeah, I think it's the simple truth that you get to decide if that is going to be a comma in your story or a period. Man, it's not self-help. It's not just this mindset. I think on the bright side of life, I'm, uh, so I'm thinking this morning, okay, where... What's this come what's this come down to? Like, how do I change? How do I remind myself uh, to that it's an option? Yeah, it's an option for this to be a comma or a period in my story. And I'm, I was thinking about it. And I was reminded of something I heard Sylvester Stallone once say. And it's a quote I wrote down. He said, I believe some of the most talented people... Uh, let, me, let me start that again because I'm not freaking editing this. <laughs> he says, I believe uh, some of the most talented people in the world fail because they can't take criticism. They're too sensitive. Their artistic part of them can't withstand the withering intellectual verbal bullets that rip them to shreds. Believe me, I was told a few hundred times that I'm not cut out for this. You slur. Uh, you're this, you're that. Uh, you, we can't fit you into any sort of category. You should quit. And I said, well, thank you for that. And just let it all bounce off me like Kevlar. Don't be too sensitive about criticism. Instead, believe the words that come from inside your heart 
it's the greatest voice in the world. And he went on to talk about how all artists need to curate this alligator hide, like this thick skin. And I think about that and he, I know he's talking about the actual, um, feedback from other people, but I also think it can just be the feedback from life. Sometimes when life just seems like it's closing doors, man, I, I, this hits home for me because I'm a freaking softy. I grew up as like a softy sensitive boy. I my entire growing up. I was the, I was the one that was really quick to, um, have tears well up in my eyes for things to get to me. Uh, yeah. For words to, um, yeah, for words to sink really deep when negative things were said to me as a kid. Yeah, I grew up as this, having this really soft external skin, sensitive to stuff. And I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that sensitivity, especially as an artist, as a person. But I do want to find uh, practical ways to curate um, an alligator hide or a thicker skin when stuff happens to me. So I've been searching for that lately. And uh, one of the ways... Uh, that I found really helpful uh, is something uh, a guy named Adam Grant once said, and I'm a big Adam Grant fan. I'll pre I'll read anything he puts out, whether it's an Instagram freaking post or any of his books. Um, Originals, by the way, is one of my favorite books by him. So if you haven't read that, and if you're looking for anything by Adam Grant, I'd say start there. It's a brilliant book. Uh, but he posted, maybe it was like a year ago, he posted on Instagram saying that the root of insecurity is failing to decide whose opinions you value on what issues. When you get feedback or advice, it's worth asking, do I respect this person on this topic? If they haven't earned your esteem, they surely haven't earned the right to deflate your self-esteem. So, I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. Top of the month, no matter where you're at, I hope your fortitude levels... uh, yeah, I hope that I hope that at the very least that you're not running on complete empty. But if you are, uh, I guess I just wanted to record this to say that that's okay, and you are in good company. You are in, actually, you're in the greatest company of everyone that's come before you. Because here's the deal: it's not a glitch in the matrix. This is just simply how things work, and you get to decide if it's a comma or a period. All right, that's all I got, friends. As always, stay curious. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.